Welcome to the Brand Builders Love Podcast. I'm your host, Suze Chadwick, business coach, author, speaker, and the creator of Brand Builders Academy and the Amplify Accelerator. Right here on this podcast, you'll learn how to create an epic brand, profitable business, get marketing savvy, and we'll help you find the confidence to become a bold and powerful voice in your industry. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. Amazing to have you here for another week. I am excited to talk about the topic that we're talking about today because it's a question I get asked all the time. And it was a question that I was asked last week in my Amplify Mastermind. And it was a discussion that we had. And I thought, I can't believe I haven't talked about this on the Brand Builders Lab podcast. So I thought, let me do an episode for you because For me, when it comes to how I build my audience, how I grow my audience, I feel like I've got a simple formula that you can use. Obviously, it depends on what kind of content and what kind of things you like to do. But I feel like, you know something, if you kind of follow my formula, I think think that it could work for you. So that's what we're talking about today. But before we dive in, I did want to let you know, because I've had so many people ask me, we don't have another date for the Rise Retreat at the moment, but what you can do is head to suzechadwick.com forward slash rise waitlist, which is all one word, and you can sign up so that once we've got the date and we know what's happening, there will definitely be another one because it's amazing and I love it and I want to do it all the time, then you can go and sign up and I will let the waitlist know first when the retreat is released. Although saying that you might have to, uh, you know, compete against the ladies that were just at the Rise Retreat because they were like, as soon as you have another one, like, we're coming. I love it. So go and join the waitlist for the Rise Retreat, suzechadwick.com forward slash Rise Waitlist. And I will let you know when the next one is. I am also, oh, I almost don't want to say it, but I am also looking at potentially holding a conference this year, uh, potentially August. I'm speaking with a few different people. So I'll keep you up to date. I'm just all about seeing people and events and incredible speakers and all the rest of it. So watch this space. You never know what's coming. It's going to be exciting, yeah? And also if you're a BBA, an Amplify or a retreat client, then we do have my client supper club dinners as well. It's just all about the community. It's all about having fun. It's all about getting together. Oh, I just love it. So I just had to share that with you as well. Yeah. Anyway, we should probably dive in. Yeah. So let's dive straight in. Today, as we talk about how you can grow your audience, one of the things that I hear or that I think people struggle with is that sometimes you'll have an audience and they love you. They think you're the best. They're amazing. And so your question might be, how do I grow more of the people that love me? How do I grow that impact and that influence, which we talked about last week, when we talked about becoming the leader that you want to be. And so there are some key things that I think that you can absolutely do and key things that I have done in my business that I think have really helped me as well. So 
The first thing is really understanding my purpose and who I'm talking to. Now, you might be like, Suze, it's so basic. But you know something? A lot of people haven't defined that. So what is that impact and influence? What do you want to be known for as we spoke about last week? So that's almost like the first piece of the puzzle, understanding what that is and who it's for. So who exactly do you want to be speaking to and what is the message you want to be sharing with them? And so I think that if you can really think about who you want to be speaking to and what it is that they need, uh, how they connect, what they want to be hearing from you as well. and you know, I talk about obviously understanding the problem that your client has, but also speaking to the desire. So the desire is you want to grow your audience with people that love you. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. And so really think about my purpose is to support you to become a bold and powerful voice. I want you to be able to grow your audience. I want you to be able to create a profitable business without working all the time so that you can pay yourself, have the life that you want, become part of the ecosystem that pays other women in business. And so me just knowing that that's my purpose and what I talk about means that I can start to think about what kind of content do I want to create? Where do I want to create it? And what is a way that's going to work for me? So I feel like we sort of went into this last week. So if you do the work that we talked about last week on understanding what you want to be known for, what your impact is externally, what your influence is within your community, and then also the relationship piece, which is where clients learn to love you, love you, uh, then I think that that's a good place to start. Yeah. And if you can get really clear on that, then you'll be really clear on what it is you want to be talking about. And the second thing around that is that thought leadership. So a lot of times we're very tactical. We're very tactical in the information that we give out. Uh, we share how to, how to do this, how to do that. And I really just want to encourage you to kind of chunk it up and start to think about what your thought leadership is. And your thought leadership are those big, bold statements. And we mentioned that last week as well. And so really starting to put your flag at the top of the hill that you're wanting to die on and saying, this is what I believe. This is my thought leadership. This is my message. And starting to become really known for that. And then and then once again, looking at how you're going to distribute that in a way that works for you is going to really help you to get clear on making that decision. So for me, the podcast, which is one of the other points I want to talk about, is my master content. So my master content is one piece of content that I create that then between myself and my VA or my content manager, we then distribute. And so if you want to be found by new people, if you want to build a new audience, one of the things you have to do is have evergreen, searchable, discoverable content. So where do we find evergreen, searchable, discoverable content? So the podcast is one because we've got our web pages. SEO. People can search on specific topics within their podcast app as well. For cornerstone content, which is content that I want to be found for, that I want to be known for, we then get my writer to do an SEO blog on that. So once again, it can be found. Doing this video means that I can put it on YouTube 
and then be found on YouTube for it. And then the fact that we put it on Pinterest, we share it across our socials. So we'll put it on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. We'll do like a reel or we'll do infographics or we'll do captions, like little bite-sized chunks of information that come from the podcast. We'll do audiograms. So there's so much that comes out of it. So I think one of the things that people get really stuck on is I don't have time to create all of this content and you can do it in an easier way. Like when I met up with my content manager at the beginning of the year, I said to her, I want to get more out of the content that we create. So don't get me wrong. I am not wanting to create more content. I'm not wanting to spend more time creating more content. I'm wanting to get more content out of what I'm already creating, which is the podcast. And so really starting to take a look at where are you creating content that can be found on a regular basis? And I picked up a client for my Amplify Mastermind because she read a blog of mine and the blog really resonated for her. But I can tell you now that blog most likely came out of a podcast episode. So creating that masterpiece of content really helps you to build your reputation, build your thought leadership, build your authority in your industry, and then being really smart with how you distribute it. So you can be found on multiple channels at multiple time for the content that you're creating is the fastest way for you to be discovered. People are constantly searching for How do I grow my audience? How do I build my thought leadership? How do I become a leader in my industry? How do I build my personal brand? These are all topics that the podcast covers because obviously I'm a branding and online business coach. So these are all topics that the podcast covers. And even now I've said to my content manager, like make sure that you go back in Podbean, which is our podcast host. And I want you to make sure that the links to Brand Builders Academy and Amplify are in all of the descriptions to every single podcast episode that we have in Podbean. And so it's even going back over the stuff that you've got and optimizing it, making sure that it can be found. So you decide where you want it to be. And even repurposing things like Instagram lives. So if you're somebody that goes live and you share tips and information and conversations, where else can you put that so that it can be found? Maybe you put it on YouTube and then you can write a a post about it and you can write a blog about it and you can share that information. So even if it's not a podcast, for me, a podcast is just a no-brainer that it's really easy for that to be my master content and for me to be searchable on all of these different platforms just recording this one piece of content. And so this is also where you get time back, yeah? I talk about building a profitable business without the burnout. If you can be really smart with how you are creating your content and distributing it, then it means that you're not working all the time, constantly building, creating, developing. So really thinking about what is your discoverable content that new people who have never heard of you before can find and start to consume. You know, I was saying uh, in the mastermind is that people who I love and follow, the reason that I love and follow them is because I consume all of their stuff. And then once I consume all their stuff, if I feel like what they have is for me, then I'll go and buy it. 
So it's just that journey. It's that relationship that you're building with your audience. Yeah. Is that I have people that listen to the podcast. I get people that listen all the time and say, I'm binging, I'm on a drive, I'm on a long drive and I'm binging your podcast. They then go and buy the book. They come and join Brand Builders Academy. Maybe they come to a live workshop that I run. They see me speak in an event. And so just knowing where your audience is coming from as well, I think can really help you to continue to build within those platforms too. When we're at retreat, one of the uh, one of the ladies that was there, I love the fact she was like, so I get, you know, 28% of my clients from this membership group that I'm part of. And then I get, you know, 35% from this particular area and I get 20% from this particular area. And so just knowing where your traffic, where your customers are coming from means that you can continue to develop and build on those platforms and be more engaged in those particular avenues so that you can continue to attract more people through those channels as well. And so we do take a look at our Google Analytics. We take a look at, you know, uh, a drill down as to referrals. So where are people coming to the website from? Uh, And then taking a look at, well, can we optimize that page? Can we do more with it? Uh, If we're not getting a lot of traffic to the podcast, Do we want to run engagement ads? Do we just need to share it more in different places? And so by really understanding those numbers and those figures and where people are coming from means that you can build that strategy to really focus in on the things that are working so much more for you. So that's one of the main things that I really want you to take away from this week's podcast is what is your master content? Because then it's really about working smarter and not harder. And once you've got that master content and you've got your distribution channels so that people can find you, really understanding how to market that in an effective way. So, you know, we have set things that happen. So once the podcast goes live, uh, I always share it from Spotify usually onto my Instagram stories and then we'll distribute it, as I said, across different channels but then also taking a look at how we continue to repurpose and reuse it so that it's not like a one and done thing. Like we do it once and that's it. What other marketing strategies could we be using? Could we be doing to get the podcast out there? Now, because I speak a lot either for mastermind groups or at events, I'm always talking about the podcast as well, because I know that that's like the gateway drug for some people is that once they get into the podcast, then they start to consume other things. So really think about what is the gateway to you? Like, what is it that you want people to come to that you feel really kind of captivates them that you can then obviously continue to provide more value and information to them? But having your kind of organic marketing strategy as well as potentially a paid marketing strategy for your master content could be something that you test out and try. I know that we're going to be doing some uh, podcast engagement ads into like the US and Asia as well, uh, because once again, I know that that works for me. And so we're going to be testing. So it's not about throwing a whole lot of money at things, but it's kind of testing and seeing, well, if I want to grow my brand in this particular area of the market in this particular location, then what can we potentially be doing from a marketing perspective to be able to do that? 
And obviously you've also got your incredible clients who are referring you. And so I love, I love that uh, when we went to retreat, one of the ladies that came along, I didn't know her at all. She's amazing. Uh, but somebody else had said to her, you should go to this, like, this is going to be really good. And so I'm always grateful to clients and people I know in my network who are referring me. And so continuing to nurture those relationships and also be sharing with them what you've got on so that they can be telling other people means that you can start to build and grow your like-minded audience as well, um, which was a perfect example because the amazing person that came along to the retreat was very like-minded with the rest of us. And it's because she was referred by somebody who knows me and understands my work and what I do and what I talk about and knows the community as well. So really thinking about how you've got those different elements when it comes to being discovered, being found by more people who you want to fall in love with you. Well, what are you doing to make that happen? Yeah, it's kind of, it is the whole dating scenario, isn't it? It's like, come to the podcast and I'll take you out on the first date. And then like, you can check out the book and that's like the second date. And then you can come to a live masterclass and that's the third date. And, you know, and then you might want to jump into one of my programs and now we're married. Uh, <laughs> so, so really think about where are people dating you? Where are they getting to know you, getting to know your message? really learning about you, understanding your vibe. A couple of other things that we were talking about is that I have actually opted in and paid to be part of some smaller challenges, like one-week challenges on different things. One was email copy because I'm totally obsessed with becoming really awesome with my email copy. Uh, and that was really good. And so I paid like 170 odd US dollars to be part of a one-week uh, challenge or boot camp when it came to email copy. And that was fantastic. And so I got to know the person, um, really understood what they were like, got to see them in action, delivering what it is that they share, uh, and really kind of getting their vibe as well. And so that could be another way that you start to build your audience of new people. Like maybe you could do a paid workshop challenge, something like that, where you're kind of really giving them your best so that they can get to know you. So that's definitely a strategy that I want to try this year. Another one I want to do is an online summit or retreat on a specific topic. Once again, paid. Uh, the other thing that I really like was I was part of another sort of coaching uh, somebody in the US ran a coaching boot camp for the week. And she's somebody I've been watching and looking at and thinking about whether I want to work with her down the track. And so even though the topic itself wasn't really relevant, not, not relevant to me, but it wasn't a burning problem that I had. The reason I opted into the paid week was to see her in action live. And so I listened to her podcast. I get her emails. I jumped into the paid challenge. And so once again, I'm dating her. Yeah. I'm like seeing different things. And you know, is this for me? Is this not for me? Is this something I want to consider down the track? And so really starting to look at your ecosystem and asking yourself, what are the touch points for clients to really get to know me and how can I build this relationship with them? 
even before we've sort of had that contact, I think is so important. So if you can't answer the question, what is your searchable evergreen content that people can find across multiple platforms, then that's really where I want you to start. That's what I want you to think about. And it's not about, you know, spending all of your time creating content. Like I said, it's about being really smart with how you do it and then being really smart with how you distribute it so that you get absolutely every single little drop out of what it is that you're creating as well. The other thing to really look at is that, you know, that ongoing value creation for your clients. And as I spoke about, when it comes to building momentum, a lot of times when we feel like we don't have momentum, it's because we're not taking action. So, What else are you doing during, say, a month where you're creating value for your clients? So for me, it's the podcast, but I know I want to be doing like more live workshops, more live workshops on a monthly basis or a bi-monthly basis, uh, speaking more, those sorts of things. And so really starting to plan now for those live workshops and starting to speak with my Facebook ads team, starting to think about what we're doing organically, like what would good look like for me. So I really want to build my list and like triple it this year. So what are all of the actions and activities that I'm doing that are not killing me in the process where I'm not working all the time. So let's not go there, but being really smart with what about if I ran one live masterclass a month? Yeah. What, what would that look like? And then we've got the podcast every week. So maybe that's sort of four hours for the podcast every week and then an hour for the masterclass. That's five hours for the month. Like it's not a lot but starting to be really strategic with that as well. And the amazing thing that I love is that BBA Brand Builders Academy is now evergreen. So we're in a live uh, coaching round at the moment, but you can jump in at any time. We do have different bonuses when we do do our live launch, uh, but you can jump in now and you can access some some of those coaching calls. And once we come out of the live round, then we'll be going into monthly coaching calls so that people can join Brand Builders Academy any month and get the support that they need within the group as well as on the coaching calls. So I'm really excited for that. And it's about continuing to create the value so that more new people can find out about me, find out about the work that I do, the things that I talk about for me to build my audience, build my programs, build the connection and the community. And so really starting to think about what that ecosystem looks like for you and what kind of activities you're undertaking in order to grow that new audience, I think is time well spent. Like spend a whole day on it, spend two days on it. We don't spend enough time working on what our strategy and what our actions are going to be. I think we're just kind of running on the treadmill, running on the hamster wheel all the time and just doing the do without having that kind of really big picture about how this is actually going to work and what we want out of it and what the benefits of us committing to this is going to look like as well. So definitely think about that. Uh, You know, something like the other thing I love is that Elizabeth Gilbert, as you know, Big Magic is one of my favourite things. And so she talks about just creating content and putting it out there. Like don't agonize over it. Don't overthink it. Don't hold it back because you're worried about what people are going to think. 
Like just create and get it out there. The more you create, the more you get it out there, the more you see the response that you get, the better you'll become. Yeah. So the more emails I write, the more I hone it, the better I get at it, then the better response I'll get. The more I speak, the more I step into that, the more I see the response I get, the better I'll get at it. So the more you create your master content, whatever that is, then you'll get better at it. So really think about how you can start to do that in a way that works for you. So that's it for another week. If you've got any questions or ideas or you want to share anything with me, then make sure that you send me a message uh, or DM me at Suze Chadwick on Instagram. I would love to hear what's your master content going to be? What has been an idea that maybe has been sparked whilst I've been speaking on this podcast? What's something new you're going to do or try or test out? I would love to know. Hey there, thanks so much for being here. If you're ready to work together, then I want to invite you to come and join Brand Builders Academy. If you're ready to build a profitable business, pay yourself more, have an amazing community around you and build a bold and magnetic brand, then BBA is the place to be. And you can really start to create the big shifts you need to build a successful business and have the support around you. I've watched my clients triple their profit, increase their pricing and book themselves out, gain massive confidence and momentum to go after the big opportunities. So if you're ready to dive in, head to suzechadwick.com forward slash BBA and come and join us today and access the next live coaching call.